You are listening to the Business First Creatives Podcast. I'm your host, Coley James. In each episode, you will hear real-life stories, behind-the-scene takes, and practical insights for how to streamline and grow a creative business that brings you joy and a paycheck. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Business First Creatives Podcast. Yes, this is another solo episode. And today, I woke up out of my bed excited to talk about buying decisions. This might have something to do with yesterday's topic about profit margins. It might also have something to do with the fact that we are in the thick of tax season. And I feel like I might be questioning like all of my business decisions from the last year as I look at how much money is inside of each of my expense categories. So that is where today's topic came from, just to give you an idea. And now I want to dive in. And how I've decided to talk to you guys about this topic today is to talk about three purchases that I made in the last year. I know you guys love specificity. So I'm going to talk about three purchases. And what I want to do is see at the end if we can figure out some criteria, perhaps how you can look at your next buying decision and give it a yay or a nay. Okay, so first of all, If you have been on Instagram this week, you probably saw my new logo from The Black Creative. Chanel is amazing. She has actually done the last three or four iterations that I've had for logos. Um, I mean, I've had some logos hiding places that you guys haven't seen because I had her design them for products that just never came to be. Did you know this podcast was going to be called The Documenting Parenthood Podcast? (laughs) So I've got a logo for that, guys, that I've never used. But let's get back on track. I recently hired Chanel because after I did a website refresh with an Emma Troy template, I decided that my previous logo no longer suited my current brand. It wasn't happy enough. Um, My name was written in gray, which felt like it was really muted. Like it just didn't feel like me anymore. Now, guys, I still love that logo. And in fact, I probably could have just done color tweaks in order to make it more on brand. But I decided with the new website, I wanted to make sure that my branding was cohesive. And so I went back to Chanel. Um, So she gave me the logo. I got two different logos and then I got a new color palette. And the thing is, I don't think twice about paying Chanel for these kinds of things. But when we think about that buying decision in the bigger picture, number one, buying a new logo does not have a return on investment that's trackable. So in other words, just because I bought a new logo, just because I put it on Instagram or on my new website, like I am never going to know if someone hired me (laughs) because of my logo, which sounds a little silly. Um, But that doesn't mean that that logo and her service does not provide immense value to me and my business. Um, So that's where I wanted to go with my first example. Not really a clear return on investment. Um, In terms of the other two, this was a lower cost purchase. And I will say it's a lower cost purchase because I've worked with Chanel before. Um, I didn't need a full rebrand. I was really just looking for an update on the logo. And so compared to the next two purchases that I'm going to talk about, this was on the lower end. Now let's talk about my purchase of a program called Systems Over Stress from Do the Damn Thing. Ashley Pendergraft is amazing. When I bought it, 
it was a program to use Airtable for whatever in the hell you wanted to. <laughs> but in that time, if you guys have listened to her episode on the podcast, she paused all sales while she reworked that program to specifically be for people who are managing a group program. So in my case, it's how to run the CRM blueprint more effectively on the back end using Airtable. Once again, there isn't really a clear-cut return on investment in terms of sales, but there is an enormous return on investment in terms of time that I spend managing that course for my students. I have implemented all kinds of automations. I know you guys listen to me talk about automations in Dubsado all the time. I mean, the automations that I have set up in Airtable based on joining her group program for my online course is, <laughs> I mean, it's its out of this world. It's just, it's so much. And so it's to the point to where I can't even really quantify it. But if I had to sit down and quantify it, I promise the time that I have saved using Airtable to manage my course has in fact paid for the price of the course at least two, three times on the investment. Seriously, it saves a lot of time. And the reason that I'm starting my three examples with something like this is I think too often we struggle with making decisions on something that isn't going to immediately give us actual cash money in our pockets. And if you always run your business only looking for how much money it's going to make you, particularly in the short term, um, I feel like you're going to lose out on a lot of things that you could purchase to push your business forward, even if you can't quantify an immediate return on investment which is actually going to bring me to my third purchasing decision. And guys, technically, I'm cheating a little bit. Um, I actually did my Pivot VIP day with Brittany Janine a little bit over a year ago. But I bring this up because as a result of the VIP day, like I literally walked out of that co-working space, went back to my hotel and doubled my prices. Like she told me to double my prices and <laughs> you guys should have seen my face. I was like, no, absolutely not. But I mean, I paid her a lot of money for her to help me navigate this. And so I went back to my hotel room. I sat down and within like an hour, everything was straight, like all the Dubsado proposals, all the language on my website. I mean, it just took an hour to make that change. And within one week, actually, I think it was nine days. But shortly after, I booked my first client at double the prices. And then within three to four days, I booked two more. So when I think about my return on investment, because technically my investment with Brittany was worth like one of those VIP day clients. And so when you think about the fact that I made my investment back like three times within um, a few weeks, that is an amazing return on investment that I can actually, you know, quantify and put down. And of course, that was just like the immediate return on investment. I mean, it's been over a year and so if I think about how much money I would have made if I had kept my prices where they were versus what I did after I doubled them, I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. So I've given you three very specific examples, a logo purchase for under $1,000, systems over stress, a group program, which was 2K, and then my pivot VIP day, which was 5K. I mean, in all, that's a little bit less than $8,000. 
But I guarantee you that I have gotten a great return on investment for each one of those purchases. But so what does this mean for you? Because maybe you're not contemplating like a high ticket coaching experience, or maybe you're good with your branding. I just want to encourage you to think about a few things the next time that you are presented with a purchasing decision. First question I want you to ask, does the cost or investment play a factor? Guys, I am looking at the number of memberships that I'm in that I pay somewhere between like $100 and $200 a month that I'm really not using and they will all be gone in April. I mean, (laughs) I would love to say that I do these things annually in January, but really it usually ends up being a result of tax time. Like I look at my educational um, expense category. I look at my membership expense category. I look at my professional services because those all tend to be the highest guys. And so I just want to make sure that as I'm going forward in my business, that I'm making good decisions. And one of the faults that I have is if you are trying to sell me something less than $500, and I think that it's something that I could even get like one thing from, I usually buy it and don't think twice. Um, My personal threshold seems to be like $500. If it's less than $500, I really don't think about it. If it's over $500, I think about it. I try to justify it. (laughs) I figure out if it'll save me time in my business, like how much is that actually worth? And yes, guys, I sit down with how much I make per hour to see if it will actually give me a return on my investment. Or I look at whether or not it will result in more sales and then how much more that will get me. So like right now, I know I told you guys this, I'm spending a lot of money on Facebook and Instagram ads. And so when I'm looking in the future, because not right now, but when I'm looking in the future at direct sales that come from people who click on a link, that is something that I am in fact going to be able to quantify as a return on investment. All right. So does the amount of money that it's going to cost you play a factor? The second question that I want you to think about is, do you really need to identify a specific return on investment? So is it something like the logo? It's elevating your brand. It's making you more professional. It's getting you noticed, but it doesn't have a specific return on investment. So before you say yes, think about how that plays into your overall business strategy. And finally, does the length of time until you see results play a factor? Because guys, I have definitely been guilty of, oh, I'm willing to pay this because I'll see results next week versus spending and investing. Let's use the word investing, investing money in something that is going to give me long-term returns and not immediate. Okay, guys, that was a lot. These three questions, looking at the cost identifying a specific return on investment and the length of time until you get results. I hope that thinking about those the next time that you are presented with a purchasing decision helps. All right, that's it for this episode. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Business First Creatives podcast. For more information on this podcast, including show notes and links to the video podcast, please visit coleyjames.com slash podcast. Are you loving the podcast? Sharing is caring. Until next time.